Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Hope you didn't start Drew Locke in your fantasy league. Hey-oh! Raider Nation! Hey-oh! Welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast brought to you by me, Micah, Birch, and Tyler. Bringing you another hot, fresh episode. This one's right out of the oven, gentlemen. It's Sunday night. Fresh off of a win over the Denver Broncos. Six and three. Feels pretty good. Tyler, how are you doing, man? I'm so excited that we killed the Broncos. Like, we could have beat them even worse than we did. But 37 to 12 makes me just feel, like, so happy inside. I hate the Broncos. Like, I just, I hate them. I hate their owners. I hate the G. I don't hate the owners. I hate the GM. He's a he. Like I said last week, he looks like their mascot. Uh, 100%. I just hate the Broncos. Just this deep rooted hatred of them, and I don't know why, but I just do. I just hate them. So I'm great. We freaking just slobber knocked them, and it could have been a whole lot worse. Uh, which right. I was upset about, but that's okay. I'll take 37 to 12 and uh, sling it over to Birch. Yeah, I'm feeling great too. Uh, living in Bronco country with uh, family that are all Bronco fans. This one feels great. Every Anytime you can beat the Broncos and anytime you can beat them handily like we did is a great day in my book. Like Tyler said, <clears throat> man, it could have been a lot worse that first half. I was getting a little nervous just because of the way that we were playing, like it looked like we were not there mentally, just too many mistakes. Um, but yeah, we made some halftime adjustments and it's a great day for Raider nation. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, you guys both talked about it. That game could have been like 49 to 12 easily. Something, you know, something similar to that 47 to 12, 49 to 12. I mean, it was, I was with you, Birch, going into half. I did not like it. It just felt like the the offense was not focused. Um, you know, we saw one of the the Darren Waller drop wide open touchdown. Uh, we saw a ball go right through Henry Ruggs' arms. You watch Aguilar drop a pass in the back of the end zone. It was like, what in the world is going on? Punt return, called back yeah. for a touchdown. Right, right. Twice times. One of them was a touchdown. The other time we would have had fantastic. Like we would have started there like forty five, but instead there's a I think there was a holding on that one or something like that, which brought that, you know, started at the holding position. So we started our own like 35. Renfro um, was money on the returns today, man. Yeah, he was. He really was. He he was picking and choosing the uh, the gaps he wanted to hit. And when he hit it, man, he was punching a hole. And uh, he, was, he was making it happen. So that was fun to see. But at the end of the day, I, I loved watching Booker, not once, but twice on his old team, just drive the nail into the coffin, just make it just a little bit worse. Like we didn't have to score that last touchdown. 
Tyler, I think you were the one that said uh, after the press conference, you were telling us that uh, he thought about sliding, but he just thought, ah, what the heck? We're just going to go in and make it a touchdown. Like, Good for him. Exactly. That's what you and I told you, Denver. I told you guys when we got the ball back after that last interception, or not the last interception, uh, what? How did we get the. We just. They scored a touchdown, missed yes. the two point conversion because. Uh, <laughs> Judy ran out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> he didn't even right? try to get his feet in. He didn't even have one foot in. No, what an idiot. So anyways, <laughs> um, so so that's how we got the ball back. And we got the ball back with like six minutes left. We had a short field because they tried an onside kick. Renfro got that one. Uh, but then, yeah, Booker was just like took over on that drive. I think it was like third and nine. They stacked the box and he still got the first down. And then he just busted a 23-yard run right up the middle, and it was daylight. And But right before that play, I was like, man, or that drive, I was like, man, guys, I really wish we'd just, like, score another touchdown here, run up the score, make it 37-12, to 12, and lo and behold, Booker made my <laughs> dreams come true. So, Devontae Booker, who sucks so bad, thank you so much for <laughs> making my dreams come true. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. What a wonderful time to be alive, gentlemen. 100%. 100%. Drew Locke's quarterback rating is a 37.3. Oh, um, so he QB had, uh, won. <laughs> I saw somebody had tweeted out. Uh, they're like, I, I, it makes me so happy to see Raider fans wishing that Drew Locke was in a Raider uniform. And uh, that guy got roasted pretty good after the game, uh, needless to say. Uh, Drew Locke, he wasn't right. Uh, he had gotten hit one too many times. I guarantee you they're going to have to go back and do some x-rays or something because he just did not, like, about halfway through the second quarter, the dude looked like he just checked, like, he was trying to fight to stay in, it looked like. But he just, he did not, his whole body language, the way he was carrying himself and everything, he had taken one too many hits about a quarter and a half in. And uh, I think he re- he knew how the rest of the game was going to go. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to hear if there's something something else that went on there because he had, he had taken a few hits to the uh, uh, midsection. So I wouldn't be surprised if you, you know, ribs or something. Somebody said they were rubbing some ointment on his ribs about uh, first part of the second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he took a few good licks after that. In fact, one, we were uh, rubbing well, some cactus on their butt cheeks all day long is what we were rubbing. <laughs> Four takeaways, gentlemen. Actually, no, five. Was five. Four interceptions and a fumble. Um, now, how we ended up? Gosh, what did we end up scoring? I guess we ended up getting seventeen points. I think when it was all said and done, off of the five takeaways, not fantastic. Um, but you know what? I'll take it. We we always talk about it when you get into these rivalry games. It seems like you can throw the the um, uh, the, the the how you've done. Doesn't matter if you're two and you know three and five like the Broncos or five and three like the Raiders. You could just kind of throw all that out the window because when you get into these these division games, um, it's it just there's a whole different level of playing that happens. So uh, while I was nervous at first because we've seen Denver come back and win games in the second half, they're a fourth quarter team. We knew that. I felt like we needed a good like seventeen point twenty point lead going into the fourth quarter. But man, guys, that defense, and I was worried. I was worried. You know, Trayvon Mullen took a bad hit in the first quarter. 
or I don't even know what happened. He popped up and all of a sudden just like hit the deck. And I thought, oh, that's not good. Um, I still don't know what happened there, but he came back in. I want to say it was like start of the third quarter. He was back in the game, something like that. Um, so, and, and played great. He had a, he had, he, they targeted him a couple times. They got the ball over on him, but, uh, um, he had some nice tackles, nice pass breakups as well. And, uh, just got the defense got the job done. I was legit worried about the Denver running game. Philip Lindsay's shown that he could be a force to be reckoned with. Um, they really didn't feature him a lot, which kind of surprised me. They they had uh, Melvin Gordon back there running the ball, and that seemed to you know minus missed tackles because we lived in the Denver Bronco backfield. Uh, but we seemed to clean that up at the second half, and they really ratcheted down. And I was really happy, pretty much overall. Um, the Raiders <clears throat> shot themselves in the foot a few times, but overall, I was pretty happy with how the whole team played. So yeah, Philip um, Lindsay had four carries for two yards. Yeah, I was just gonna Oof. say my uh, bold prediction for this week was that we were gonna hold Lindsay under seventy-five yards. I should have aimed a little Oof. lower. Two <laughs> whole whopping yards for Philip Lindsay. Uh, heck, we kept. Let's see, forty-six and eleven is fifty-five. Sixty-six and, yeah, yards. They're their whole team had less than 75 yards. And then uh, I think our other one, my other bold prediction was that we were going to keep the score, what we would keep them from scoring more than seven points in the fourth quarter. And guess how many they scored in the fourth quarter? Oh, six. six. Nice. Well done, Tyler. Thank you. But my 400-yard game for Derek Carr was not to be. <laughs> uh, he had a whopping 154. You know, which was kind of bad because, like, he should have – it should have been better. We talked about that. Uh, 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 Aguilar should have had a touchdown pass in the back of the end zone. Sure, maybe you could toss the rugs. Uh, you know, you could throw that one out, I guess. He had to stretch for it. Still probably should have caught it. He had to stretch for it. But even if you toss that one out – and then uh, 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 normally our tight end, Darren Wallers, is super, you know, you super reliable. Sure-handed. Yeah, just had a terrible drop. I mean, he had like a five-yard separation on his defender and just a really, really poor drop. So really at the end of the day, Carr could have had a lot better numbers um, with a couple of touchdowns thrown in on there, but... Not to be, didn't matter though, guys. That ground game, holy mackerel. And we're, guys, we don't have incognito. We don't have Miller. We don't have Brown. We like, were to our fourth string right tackle today. Right. I mean, Brandon Parker had one holding call on him, I believe, all game. Yeah, it was early not, too. Yeah. And so, we, and if you've listened to this podcast, we've given Parker a hard time. I We can't believe he's still on the team. But guys, the last couple of weeks, the guy stepped up and done his job. And uh, and this whole offensive line, I mean, I, you know, I'm hoping to get Miller back next week against the Chiefs. Obviously, Brown's still out. I have no idea what the heck's going on with Incognito. But um, this, the, boy, I, I'd love to see what this team could do with with everybody back in the lineup. Maybe we'll get that at some point this week. I hope we do, but uh, that sure would be a pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool to see. But Raider Nation, you guys want to get in on the podcast? Give us a call two zero eight five five seven nine seven seven one. Go follow us at or on Twitter at behind eyepatch. Uh, you can get all our content there. Um, also, you could leave us a review on Apple. Also, find this podcast on any just pretty much any 
platform that podcasts stream on. Uh, we appreciate it if you leave us a review, give us a rating. Uh, helps with the um, branding and getting our name out there. And we I, we already know we have hundreds of listeners, so we appreciate that to all the loyal people who tune in every week to listen to uh, three well, you know, three middle aged men talk Raider football with somewhat of uh, yeah, we're pretty pretty uh, knowledgeable, I would say. Insiders, to- insider status. Yeah. Well, we and we have verified that too. So we're just waiting for the blue check mark. Um, I've been told with the pandemic that's been going around, it's been taking a little longer to get the blue check mark out to everybody. So hang in there, gentlemen. We will get our blue check mark uh, at some point when they start making those again at the warehouse. Um, anyway, guys, <laughs> there's a plastic shortage. Um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, let's I w- really quickly um, before we get into the phone call. I think we have one phone call tonight. Is that correct? Yes, we do. Uh, and I apologize to anybody who does call in after this. This is really the f- earliest we've done a podcast. We've got a big fishing trip coming whoop, whoop. up this week. We're going to be hitting the hard deck later on this week. Going to be going after some big trout through the ice. Pretty excited about that. All three of us are going to be hitting that. So, uh, um, we won't be here to podcast later in the week. So we're kind of throwing it down a lot earlier. So all that to say, I apologize if you call in later and you find out, oh, their podcast has already released. Don't worry. We'll probably still play your call in the next episode. Hopefully we will all be singing and dancing and cheering to a clean sweep of the Chiefs. Has that ever happened like within my lifetime? No. I, I yes. don't know. I think it has, yes, it but has. not in the past 20 years. Ta- you know who was the coach? John Gruden. Tom Cable. Oh. Remember, that was the year we went 8-8, eight and eight, and we won our division. We beat everybody in our division, but we still didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> so we were 6-0 and oh in the division. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Uh, but we still didn't make the playoffs. That that was that was so terrible. That was so terrible. And then I think the following where we fired Tom Cable, and I was yeah. like, "Yep, what for Hugh Why? Jackson?" That's right. That's right. And it was all downhill from there. Ah, the then we traded for days. Carson Palmer. It was good until we traded for Carson Palmer. Like like the Jason Campbell era was really not that terrible. Like we were on no. track to maybe go to the playoffs that year, and then. Yep. Uh, Campbell breaks his clavicle, and uh, the rest is history, I guess. We traded for Carson Palmer, lost a first-round draft pick, and then we were mired in miserableness. You know, that was one of those things I feel so... To this day, I still feel bad for Jason Campbell, because, like, he was starting to put... He was putting it together, I felt like. Um, it seems like we were like four and two or something like that, that season. Like it, we, we had a winning record if I'm not yeah, mistaken. And it did. was like, Oh, okay. Like this is, this is good. Like we've got some stability here and then the rest is history. So anyhow, I was always weird seeing Jace or, uh, um, Carson Palmer in a Raider uniform. I never got used to that. I never got used to that. That was, uh, uh, I was a little weird. So Anywho, that's in the past. Guys, really quickly, before we get to our phone call, the picks this week were not kind, really, to any of us um, (laughs) because we just watched the Ravens fall to the Patriots, which will bring up a discussion we need to have here in just a little bit. Um, I guess I lead the pack now. I had two whole wins on the week. I guess I lead the pack now. Yeah, I do lead the pack now, Birch. 
I'm wow, a 27. It's getting, it's getting real heated in here. It's <laughs> getting hot in her. We'll I'll stop, stop you right there. there. Sorry, no more singing. I <laughs> yeah. apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So I lead the pack at 27 and 18. Tyler is at 25 and 20. Birch comes in at second place at 26 and 19. So oh, Tyler, come on. It is uh we're all we're all in it. I mean, it's in one week. It could change it. Nobody has pulled ahead. Uh I pull I was able to pull out one extra win because uh Kyler Murray and my my boy over there DeAndre Hopkins pulled out the last second Hail Mary magic and the Cardinals end up uh um beating the Bills. So I, that's where I got by one extra win. Otherwise, I think we'd all be tied at this point. So, um, well, I guess uh, Birch and I would be tied. No, Tyler and I would be tied. Birch would be ahead. Anyhow, I digress. So, anyway, Tyler, you've got a phone call this week. Yes, we do. Our second mate, John Russo. Is it second mate? Yeah. Second mate, yep. John Russo. With the call, coming in really hot after the game. Excited about the win. We'll listen to that, and we'll get right back to the show. Tyler, Micah Birch, John, how you doing? Raiders just uh, beat the Broncos, thirty-seven to twelve, six and three now. Um, holy cow! What a good uh, start to this three-game division uh, series we have here. One, two in a row, and uh, going into KC next week. Worst comes to worst, we leave that game six and four. So great start uh, to the season. I still can't believe with the uh, strength of schedule we have had to deal with that we've. Uh, Sorry, I've had a couple. The Raiders won, so, you know, did some victory shots and had a few drinks. But uh, great game. Uh, three huge drops. We've actually left at least three scoring drives on the board with those three touchdown drops. Uh, a lot of points, but still to put up 37 with those huge drops uh, was pretty crazy. Won't show on the stat sheet, but Derek Carr, I thought, played another great game. Uh, it was great to see the running game go without the linemen we were missing to be able to get four rushing touchdowns, two for Jacobs and two for Booker and uh, getting Jacobs over 100 yards was nice. Wish Ruggs would uh, focus and be able to haul in those balls like the one that he uh, missed up the left sideline that could have been a potential touchdown. Looked like Hart hit him right in stride on a rope, right through the hands. That would have been nice, but uh, you know, he's not the only one that dropped the ball. Nelly dropped a touchdown. Waller dropped what potentially could have been a touchdown. Uh, so a game where we can improve a lot and win by 25 points in a division game. When you have that many things to improve upon, I'll take that. So great game. Uh, it's a great time to be a fan. And uh, you guys have a good one. John, thank you so much for the call. Stay safe out there, buddy. Don't uh, don't don't get too crazy. I, we're six and three, but uh, there are plenty of Sundays to go. So pace yourself, man. Pace yourself. <laughs> We need our second mate in tip-top shape. Yeah, yeah. Not tipsy-topsy shape. We need him in tip-top shape. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, Carr had a great game. Carr managed the game really well. I wouldn't say a great game, but, I mean, he managed the game well. Guys, we were talking, like, we didn't need him to do a lot. Um, really, Locke was the one who stepped up for us and delivered the game 
Um, so I feel like, as far as quarterbacks go, Locke outperformed Carr for the Raiders, um, really, at the end of the day. So hats off to Locke and uh, what he was able to do there with the four t- turnovers. So appreciate that um, from him. Uh, but yeah, Carr did did solid. The Raiders are six and three. But guys, I was telling you earlier, like I'm I'm happy we're six and three. Like, don't get me wrong, but we still got a tough road to, to go. Like, yeah. like the Dolphins aren't a pushover. They, you know, early in the season they were looking that way. Dolphins are going to be a tough out. The Falcons are going to be a tough out. Um, you know, we just had you know difficult game against the Chargers. We got to go play them again. We've got the Chiefs. Um, who's our, oh, the Colts. The Colts, the Colts are obviously a playoff team. Guys, th- th- we've got the Jets. A... Yeah, Jets. Okay, I like our chances against the Jets. I, I honestly do. I don't know. We, I liked our chances last year too, but that turned out bad. Yeah, we got slobber knockered on the East Coast last year by those nincompoops. So I'm I, not looking past them either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then we've, but got, I feel like... we've got Denver on like, what, December 31st or something? Yeah, right. That'll Denver. be fun in Denver. It'll be, yeah, so that'll it, be cold. Right, and you know, next time we play the Chargers, presumably it's going to be totally different. They're going to have Bosa back. You know, it's going to be that defense is going to be back up and running. Eckler's going to be back in the game as well. So, like, can't take anything for granted. I know I keep seeing this stuff flying around. That's like, oh, one of the easiest remaining schedules. You know, according to you know statistically, blah blah blah. And I'm like. I'm watching these teams, and you know the Falcons. The, 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 their their record doesn't show how good they are. Whatever um, you guys stuck a fork in them last week. Come on. I know, but I'm just saying. I don't trust Someone's my Raiders. Salty. Yeah, I'm still salty That's about that. Yeah, Birch is being a salty bee. That's true. Um, the thing <laughs> I don't like. The Twitter sound <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I apologize. That was me. Uh, let me silence my phone here. Um, the thing I don't like is what we just saw today, guys. I love the win against the Broncos, but we repeatedly shot ourselves in the foot several times to allow Denver to hang around. That game should have been over at half. At halftime, it should have been like twenty-four to six, and and by the end of the game, like we talked about, we should have been you know forty-eight to twelve, like easily. But we had penalties. Stuff called back, drop passes. That's why I don't, this Raider team, I love them, but they frustrate me because it's like we put together a like a, a fairly decently dominant performance against Denver, but it was like we left so much on the table. That's not going to fly next week against Kansas City. That's not going to fly. R- running, taking a, you know, dropping a, 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 a for sure touchdown, you know, that that's the difference between hanging in the game late, you know, having a chance in the fourth quarter or getting the lid blown off for the Raiders. It seems like this year, so we can't we can make those kinds of mistakes. I told you guys earlier. I was like, I don't feel like we played a hundred percent today. We kind of sucked today. I feel like the Broncos. We were bad today. The Broncos were just worse. So um, we we got to find a way to put this all together and have a complete dominant performance. And we're going to need that against Colts, Falcons, Dolphins, uh, you got, you know, Jets, Chiefs, obviously uh, for the rest of the rest of the way out. There, there is no cakewalk game from here on out. I would argue the Jets just because they don't have some of the players that they had last year. Le'Veon Bell's gone. Uh, Anderson's gone. They're pretty depleted there. 
Uh, I love going up against Joe Flacco. I think that's going to be great. We we experienced that a couple times last year, but we got to focus up. This Raider team's got to dial in, and I felt like there was a lot of lack of focus in the first half of that game, and that's not going to cut it from here on out because I, we could easily sit here at 6-3. and three. Guys, I can easily see us 6-5 and five before we know it, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, shoot. We're in like ninth place and we better like start winning some games here. And we've only got five games left. We got to start stringing some wins here together uh, because yeah. the chiefs aren't going to be good. Uh, aren't going to be a cakewalk and the Falcons aren't going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. You make some good points, but I mean, at the same time too, though, um, our offensive line is so depleted. Like we were, we granted, and it's nice that we were able to play the, I mean, the Chargers, it wasn't a pushover. We struggled with that game. But the Broncos, I mean, to see what we have, and it's nice to see that we have the depth on our roster. Because, I mean, Sam Young didn't make it through the, the game yet Was again. this close? <laughs> <laughs> and we were to our Omame or whoever out at right tackle, and we were still moving the ball. We were still running the ball down Denver's throats. And so that is a good thing that – Going forward, if we can get healthy, we know that we've got players that have some game experience to help us if we get the injury bug again. So it would be nice to have a a full roster, a healthy roster. But, I mean, since day one, we haven't had that. I mean, Trent Brown's played one game. so. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Booker had averaged 5.06 yards. And Jacobs was 5.3 yards, 21 carries, 112 yards, two touchdowns. Booker, awesome. 16 carries, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. So, like you said earlier, Carr didn't have to, you know, put the game on his shoulders and sling the ball around. We were just like repeatedly, in the words of Marshawn Lynch, running it through their face. And there's a, yes, there is a expletive taken out of that, but uh, we just did it over and 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 over. And even like stacking the box, they couldn't stop the run. So it is nice to see uh, that, you know, we could just run the ball at will. It kind of reminded me of a couple years ago when Rodney Hudson was like, they knew what we were running and we just still kicked the crap out of them. So right. maybe that wasn't right. Hudson. Maybe that was uh, was that big tackle from Utah State that we had, Birch? Donald Penn. Donald Penn. It might have been Penn that said that a few years ago that when we beat the the Broncos uh, at home in Oakland. But they was oh, like, yeah. yeah, we they knew what we were doing, and we just kicked their butts. And so it was nice to just yeah. kick their butts today. It was really made yeah. my week. Set the tone for a great day tomorrow even though it's Monday. Yeah, 100%. Well, and we needed that heading in to play in the Chiefs. You know, we got the Chiefs at home, you know, in Vegas. Obviously not going to be the same without fans, but, you know, we don't have to worry about the elements. Obviously, Carr, this team plays better. Quickly, too, you know, Brian Edwards, nice to see him back on the field. Had a nice sighting of him. Carr dropped that biscuit in the basket there. That between, was a great pass. That was a beautiful touch pass. Brian Edwards with a nice catch. Just another, you know, Tyler or Birch, you were talking about this. Just another player that has playing time that down the stretch, if we, if you know, if we get into a jam, get into a tight spot, 
We've got people that have been on the field that have been getting reps, real-time reps, not preseason, not practice, but actual game-time experience that uh, can step in and make a difference. I think that was on a third down, too, that Brian Edwards had that catch, 16 yards. Um, Kept the drive alive, beautiful catch, beautiful throw. Um, It was fun to see this offense really firing on all cylinders and really left a lot of yards and a couple of touchdowns on the field. Clean that up. And uh, guys, we got a real shot against the Chiefs again this week. You know, we can clean those kinds of things up, clean those mistakes up. Um, obviously, we got Arnett back. Mullen played the rest of the game. I love having the full, you know, the full complement of DBs. We're going to need that next week against the Chiefs. Um, Would have liked to seen us get after the quarterback a little bit more this week, as far as uh, sacks. But I mean, they were hitting Drew Locke. It seemed like about every third play they, they had a body on him. So saw a um, couple Irving plays. He was yeah. he was out there a little bit, so that's good to see him get some reps too. Talking about depth and reps and such. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna need to, you know, they're gonna whatever they did last time against the Chiefs. I think you're gonna have to throw a little bit of a wrinkle in that because Andy Reid's gonna see it coming. And uh, uh, I don't know how you switch that up, but I think if you can basically do a different version of the same thing, you know, the Raiders sitting at six and three. I like our chances. I like our chances against the Chiefs a lot this week. We got as good a chance as anybody, I feel like, in the league. And I wouldn't have said that last year. I wouldn't have said it when we were going. I didn't say it when we went to go play the Chiefs last time. So, But this Raider team, they're scrappy, man. And it's just been, uh, we talked about it last week. This has been a weird year of football. And so, you know, I, I think at this point, I just need to settle down and just take the wins as they come and just be excited for you know, if we either if we blow the doors off the Broncos or not, or if we go down and, and barely eke out a win against the Jets, great. You're like, I don't care. Win's a win this year because it's been such a weird year. Uh, guys, we had uh, Jay Moore's, uh, uh, one of the gentlemen from the Salt City Silver and Black League. He asked me, he said, uh, do we add the Broncos to the put a fork in them list? I think we officially put a fork in the Denver Broncos. Can we all, are we all in favor of fork in the Broncos? I Fork them. All right. Broncos. <laughs> With a cactus. Ooh, that'll hurt. Now, I hate to do this. Talking about a, a weird year, the Patriots just knocked off the uh, Baltimore Ravens, obviously, in like... In a gale storm. In a gale storm. Is that a word? A, a, a gale? There's, there's a, a really yeah, bad a rainy storm. <laughs> That's some of the worst rain I've seen. Oh, uh, man, that was like game for sure. snow almost. That was like drenching, pouring rain. Um, but guys, we had originally put a fork in the Patriots. They now sit at four and five. I mean, they're going to have to catch the Dolphins and the Bills. Do we when see When was them? the last time you said that? <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever said that before. The Patriots have to catch the Dolphins and the Bills. <laughs> feels kind of good, doesn't it? Oh, oh, that is just like takes me back to like when Dan Marino was still alive. Well, it's still around anyways. I was going to say he's still alive. He's still like, alive. But... 2020 hasn't been that bad to us yet. Oh. Like, good grief. Well, that's but... true. It might. Yeah. Do we take the Patriots off? Do we do we un do we take the fork out of the Patriots now? What's your like criteria? Is it like their season is done, like they're not gonna make the playoffs, or like that's, they're that's just like really, of, really yeah. bad? 
No, I'm like they're 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 out of playoff contention is what I think about. I I leave the fork in them if we're talking playoff, like making the playoffs. I just I like they have quite a few guys sitting out that opted out for the year. I I don't know. I really just don't see them really making it. I don't know. They might finish like eight and eight, but I don't think that's yeah. going to get you in the playoffs. No playoffs. No, playoffs. Playoffs. You can never count out the hoodie, though. It's true. Yeah. So they've got the Texans next week. That they've got probably, Cardinals. That might be a win. <laughs> we might have to take the fork halfway out. Watch well, how they've got. So so after the Texans next week, they've got the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets. So I mean, I Besides see there at least another three losses. So yeah, I think Tyler, you're at eight and eight. I think might be the ceiling for this team. So I say for now we leave the fork in them. We revisit it if they if they beat if they beat the Texans and the Arizona Cardinals, and all of a sudden they're sitting at you know six and five. I think you could safely remove the fork. But I think for now, keep the fork in. So Patriots stay on the list. I don't see anybody on this list that I think should come off. Jacksonville, Bengals, Giants, Washington. Uh, well, now the Giants. Now, where where does their season sit They right just now? beat Philly today. <laughs> they did. That's not what, saying what does, much, but. Well, what does that division look like as far as if we're talking oh, playoffs? It's got to be. They still probably hold the lead because they have the one game that they tied. The Philadelphia Eagles. That's right. But the Giants are probably only like uh I think they've they're like three and five, maybe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh let me see here, gentlemen. Yeah, the Giants are three and seven. Wow. Oh sorry, three and seven. The Eagles wow. are three, five, and one. Uh let me look at those standings there. Yeah, Eagles are Eagles sit atop of that division at three, five, and one. Giants closely nipping at their heels at three and seven. Oh my gosh, this division. Like how? Two and seven and two and seven. Like the Washington football team and the Cowboys are still technically in it. In it to win it. But the Giants are on a two game win streak. So what's their what's their schedule here? They've got uh the Bengals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Cowboys. Yeah, okay, we'll keep the fork in them. They might win two more games this year if they're lucky. So Okay, fork remains. Isn't that crazy though? Like that might be enough though to like, get get to six and ten, and you might make it in. <laughs> Division oh, champs. Yeah. How do you feel? Like I feel like that. That's just there's something not right about that. It's like no, actually nobody from that division goes this year. You guys are so bad. Anyhow. Uh, guys, do we just want to jump straight into the Chiefs game? You guys want to go around the league a little bit? Anything else you saw crazy from Sunday? I know this this is the time of the podcast that we kind of look around. Yeah, um, I just uh, I was just looking at the updated AFC standings for the playoff hunt and where it sits right now. Right. So you have Pittsburgh, who is in first with nine and zero. Chiefs are at eight and one. The three seed would be Buffalo at seven and three. Colts are sitting in number four at six and three. We come in this week at number five. Wow. Then you have Miami at six, Baltimore at seven, Cleveland and Tennessee at six and three are sitting outside of the playoffs currently. So you have 
six teams at six and three. We kind of already touched on this a little bit, but it's nice to see us creeping up the standings a little bit. Would be a huge, huge victory this week if we could get the Chiefs at home. Um, yeah. That would be that would be really big. Yeah, I I feel like either either beating the Chiefs or the Falcons the following week and moving even to like a seven and four. Um, keeps us right in that race. A couple of the ones that we're going to have to keep an eye on, obviously holding the, re- I, I want the Patriots to continue to lose. Cause I don't want to even have to contend with them, especially since we lost, uh, having the tiebreaker over the Browns makes me feel good. Um, got to beat the game Colts the- to have that tiebreaker. Yes. Yeah. Colts and dolphins. You're going to need one of those games, I believe in order to potentially sneak into the playoffs. You're going to have to hold one of those tiebreakers. Um, and that might be what it comes down to a win over one or the other. You got to beat the Colts and the Dolphins. Yeah. Or just sweep them both and call it good, you know, and get in handily. Um, So who we play right now, if the season were over now, I think we'd play the Bills. Is that correct? Yes. No, we'd pay play the Colts. Oh, I like our chances in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, guys, as I sit here and look at Eric Harris with three more picks in that game. (laughs) Yeah, I like, and a couple more kids by the time the game's <laughs> over from Philip Rivers. Jeez, oh, oh. <laughs> at least one. I mean, yeah, it is halftime. You know, that's, <laughs> that's twenty minutes long, so plenty of time there to make some magic happen. Um, you know, honestly, guys, I'm looking at these teams right now that would be in the playoffs if it were to end today. I like our chances, really. Bills, Colts, Dolphins, even the Ravens in there. I like our chances. I, I'm watching this, the Ravens team play. Um, uh, Birch talked about this last week. You, you know, Birch, you thought that uh, Lamar Jackson's kind of taken a step back this year. Um, I it wouldn't be the team I'd want to face, but as far as I would rather face the Ravens than the Steelers or the chiefs, in my opinion. I mean, and I know we've beat the chiefs already, but I just, you know how it is, like the way we've played this year, like I'm happy for that win. And I don't take it for granted, but the, the, the taking the fan side out and just looking at like kind of the game critically, like we try to do here on this podcast, not that it's a shaky win. It's just that we've been bad for so long that it's like, okay, I can't like do it again kind of a thing. I have that attitude and maybe that's bad. Maybe I get bashed for that. Maybe that's wrong, but I'm like, okay, yeah, do, do it another, you know, beat another quality team, beat the chiefs, beat, uh, you know, beat the Colts, beat the dolphins. And I'm going to feel a little bit better about this team. Well, we're on you know, a three we, game win streak right now. We've beat right. the Browns. Yes, we are. Uh, yep. we beat the chargers and we beat the, uh, the Broncos today. Now, as I was looking at those updated rankings, Birch, our strength of victory, our wins, is I'm not they must grade it out of like a thousand. Ours is at five twenty seven point five two seven. The next closest is point four four four. So we have we have won this we've gone six and three against a quote unquote very tough schedule. Now, I you know, you said Micah a few weeks ago or a few weeks ago we were like, "Oh, the Falcons are in disarray. That should be an easy game." Oh, the, right. you know, the 
the Chargers and the Broncos, those should be easy games. Well, now we're looking and we're seeing, well, the Falcons might not be such an easy game. The Colts may not be such an easy game. The Dolphins may not be such an easy game. So, you know, it we have we've won against good teams, which is good. Yeah. Hopefully that carries over you know, into the rest of the year where the, where these young guys can be like, look, we beat the chiefs. We beat the saints. We beat, uh, the Browns at the time. The Browns were, was a pretty good win. Um, and, and we've taken care of business. We beat the Panthers too. So hopefully that like that strength of schedule and their, their confidence continues to soar because we're going to need that come against the Falcons, the Colts, um, you know, and it's weird because it seems like matchups are so important this year. It You see the Patriots, they they get a matchup against the, the Ravens, and all of a sudden the Patriots look good again after being right. inept for three weeks. It's, it's a weird season, and the more you look at it, the more you realize you cannot look past any game. And I think the Raiders kind of did that today in the first half. They're like, oh, well, we got two interceptions and we're up. You know, it, it should have been a lot more lopsided in the first half. We really should have scored yeah. more touchdowns. But, you know, hopefully they look at that game and they're like, crap, we didn't really have our heads on straight in the first half. We got to put two, you know, two halves together. They played a great second half on both sides of the ball, I thought, until they gave up the touchdown uh, in the fourth quarter. But I think until that drive, they had not allowed a first down the entire second half. So we went through the entire third half, no first downs. Um, and, you know, I think I think that our defense has that potential. Yeah. It just, we don't always play up to it. So it was nice to see them actually, you know, and it's the Broncos. But it was nice to see them having a little bit of fun, having a little bit of swag back there. And, uh, yeah, fun game to watch. I think I digressed a ton on that. But that's okay because we still won. (laughs) You know, one of the teams you touched on, Tyler, uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins were 1-3. and They're on a five-game win streak right now. So, you know, it wasn't long ago that we did look at that and it was like, okay, this should be, a you know, there's a win right there. So that's how, you know, we've, you, like we've talked about the schedule has changed so much this year that we've gone from, Oh, the second half, we'll just get through the first six games. And then like, if we can come out at 500, then I like the rest of it. Now it's like the dolphins are, you know, they're like, gosh, they're, they're, they're a wild card team. This is a type of team. That's like, you know, I don't know if you'd want to face them in the playoffs kind of a thing. So it's just going to be weird to see. It's going to be weird to see the Bills all of a sudden go and, like we said, lose to the Cardinals last second. Kind of a fluky play, a little magic there that happened. Um, but, boy, we're seeing that. We, we watched we watched the Patriots storm the field against the Jets after kicking a field goal <laughs> to win. And then they go and just they smash the Ravens. It's like, what in the world? So, yeah, no, can't look past anybody. And uh, I think we've got a lot of interesting Sundays coming up. We'll definitely be able to see – I was a little worried. We, you know, we talked about. Yeah, you know, I wasn't sure what what this team's going to be made of, just because it's like, okay, 
like the second half of our season's looking like a cakewalk. Well, now it's not looking like it. So we're going to be able to really see what how good this Raider team is. Because a win against the Dolphins, a win against the Colts, even a win against the Falcons, those would be quality wins in my book. That that would be like, okay, this is a decent team. This team's doing well. And I think this is a decent Raider team this year. And there is a lot to say with that, uh, say about that. Winning three games, I don't care who it's against. You got a three-game win streak going on. You got some momentum. You got a little swag, especially for this young team. I think we need every bit of that going and playing Kansas City next week. Yeah, and you know what I think the first half lull was, maybe? I think maybe we thought, oh, it's the Broncos. Their record's not great. They're not a great team. We got the Chiefs coming in next week. Maybe we were starting to overlook the Broncos a little bit, got a little bit ahead of ourselves, and then maybe Gruden at halftime – kind of, you know, chewed some yeah. rears and got them back on track. And it showed in the second half whatever adjustments they made. So hopefully, yeah, yeah I think maybe we were overlooking the Broncos a little bit. And that can happen at times, a little trap game, if you will. Yep, 100%, 100%. Guys, it's been a good week of football for me. My Boise State Broncos won uh, on Thursday. Uh Watched Indiana win again. I don't know why I'm enjoying watching Indiana having a successful season. Uh, I think they're ranked 10 right now. They might have dropped down the polls. I haven't seen the AP poll so thus far recently. Um, and uh, Birch, your Gators won. Got a big win against the Razorbacks. I watched the first half of that game. The Razorbacks were hanging with them, man. And I was like, oh boy, what's going on here? But then um, yeah. Trask, is Trask a good quarterback? Like, if Carr underperformed... Let's let's for argument's sake, for argument's sake, Birch. Okay. The Raiders do what they did last year. What what were we? We were like four and two or six and two last year or something like that. And it was like, hey, we're looking good, and we just absolutely laid eggs the last like six weeks of the season or something like that. Let's pretend the Raiders end the season nine and seven, eight and eight, and we just barely missed the playoffs. Trask is he the type of quarterback that you think the Raiders should have their eyes on? Uh, you know, it's, he's, this is totally off topic, but he's a, it's a, a great story. This kid, he played in Texas. He's went to high school in Texas. He was behind the Eric King. He didn't even start in high school. He had, wow. he didn't even start a game. He, his first start came last year when our quarterback got dislocated his ankle or whatever. And now this year, he has Isn't that Jack Del Raider- Rio's son? No, he was a while back. It was Felipe Franks, whoever. That's who Arkansas had as their quarterback. So this kind of was like a rival game. But however, so the Gators have played six games now. He has thrown for at least four touchdowns in every single game. He had wow. five. He was he had three hundred and fifteen yards and five touchdowns at halftime last in last night's game. So he's a he's not um Dan Mullen is a great I mean he coached Tebow, he coached Dak Prescott. Um and so he's like he's not the most mobile quarterback. He's a pocket passer, but right. he has I mean he has shown that he's I mean that last night they were saying he's one of the top runners for for Heisman. He is ahead of um, what Joe Burrow did last year with LSU, statistically wise. Um, but I mean, and this is last year LSU. I mean, you had all these 
tune-up games against not lesser competition. These right. are all SEC opponents. And so I don't know if I would take a flyer on him. They have him ranked in the first round, going first round. But, I mean, he's shown that he's made some great improvements and he can throw a good ball. But I, I watched that Arkansas game and I've seen him a couple times and he makes some really decent throws. Not just like, oh yeah, he hits a wide open receiver. You know, kind of a thing. Right. Where it's like the receivers make him look good. Like, He's hitting receivers in the back of the end zone with, you know, defenders on him. He's hitting tight windows. I was like, and he is a pocket passer, which kind of reminded me of Carr in the sense that like, you know, right. he's he's a more traditional quarterback that way. Um, and so I thought, hmm, you know, this is a little interesting. So I thought I would just dive yeah. a little bit into some I think he's kind of like Carr because Carr does, I mean, in college, Carr put up ridiculous numbers inside the, just throwing to Devontae Adams and, Right. Whatever, but yeah. Anywho. Okay. Yeah. Keep an eye on that. Remember that name, Raider Nation. Hopefully we don't have a quarterback controversy. Hopefully we're like ten and six, eleven and five, heading into the playoffs. Get you know, make a run in the playoffs. Um, love you know all good things and we're not worried about that. Guys, before we get into this game against the Chiefs, you know, as we sit here now and we look at this the top seven teams, who would you want to see who are you the, who who would you be more most confident playing in the playoffs right now as it sits Ravens Dolphins Colts Bills Chiefs and Steelers Tyler who who would you like to see the Raiders play who you think they would have the best chance at getting past the first round um i think the Colts would be my would be my choice. I don't like the Steelers are playing really well. I don't like playing the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I think it, it would have to be the Colts. And you know, I guess we'll see what what happens when the Dol- when we play the Dolphins. Um, but the Dolphins look pretty good. Tua looks pretty good, uh, just yeah. in limited limited stuff that I uh, action I have seen I don't feel good even though the Ravens are in like last I feel like uh on that list they're they're the seventh seed I don't want to play the Ravens um so I get yeah I guess like right where we sit right now we play the Colts and I would go for that I think we could win that game Birch you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree with Tyler. I don't I would not want to play the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I think he would scramble all over our defense. Um and to touch on the Steelers, yeah, they're nine and oh, they're playing pretty good football. But we've kind of touched on this before. Like they have two, maybe three wins against quality opponents. They beat the Giants week one. They snuck by the Broncos week two. They beat the Texans by a touchdown. They beat the Eagles by nine. They did wallop the Browns. They beat the Titans by three. They beat the Ravens by four. Then they squeaked by the Cowboys, and then they beat the Bengals today. I mean, and then their remaining schedule is the Jaguars, the Ravens, the Washington football team, the Bills, the Bengals, Colts, and Browns. So, I mean, that could be, I don't know. I'm, I'm 
a little thrown off by the Steelers right now. Yeah, like I said, they're undefeated. Um, but schedule-wise, I, I don't know. I digress, though. I would rather play the Colts and Mr. Phillip cry me a river. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I think the Colts for me, too. However, I- watching the Colts the other night, sorry, Micah, no, um, their little running back, Naheem Hines, he might give us some problems. He is yeah. a fast little pass catcher, and he can run the ball. Um, so keep an eye on that one when we play them. Remember that name, Naheem yeah. Hines, and have somebody, you know, Abram, maybe knock him knock him down a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I haven't watched the Dolphins play a lot, so I can't speak to that. That would be the first team that would jump out to me. But the Colts, because Phillip Rivers is so hot and cold, you know, one week he'll throw for three touchdowns and 350 yards the next week. It's, you know, three interceptions, one touchdown, and 150 yards. Uh, I think overall, though the Colts' defense is good, um, I like the Raiders' run game, and I feel like the Raiders can control the line of scrimmage better than a lot of teams in the NFL and probably better than most teams in the NFL, and I think that gives us a huge advantage. Guys, we went against uh, the Chargers last week who had, uh, I think it was a 12th ranked, 11th or 12th ranked run defense. Uh, The Broncos were right behind him at uh, like 12 or 13, and we've smoked both of those teams on the ground. With backups. Uh, Same with the... Yeah, and, and, and... the um, Cleveland Browns had the fifth best run defense when we played them. And we grounded and pounded all over the Cleveland Browns. So we're controlling the line of scrimmage. And that's huge. Um, when it, So that, that, levels, that really levels the playing field when you control the line of scrimmage. Even if you potentially don't have, you know, the best wide receivers or the best quarterback. If you can control the offensive line of scrimmage... Um, that's that's big. That 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 just does that adds a whole different element, and so that's going to have to come into play this week against the Chiefs again. Um, but that's just so, that's just a testament to, like you just said, Tyler. We're doing this with backups. We're doing this with with two or three guys that like aren't or should be there, but they're not. Um, so the 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 depth at the offensive line positions looking really good for the Raiders heading heading into the home stretch here. So hopefully we get a few guys back. Um, but I'm going to go with you guys as far as to the question. I would rather play the Colts out of everybody. Although I would say, you know, there are one, two, three, four, potentially five teams. You know, Birch, you make a case against the Steelers. I can make a case against the Chiefs. We just beat them a few weeks back. There are a lot of teams that this Raider team this year in 2020 could hang with. I think they could hang with uh, potentially with all these teams. There's not a team on here that I'm like, well, that's an automatic loss if we have to go play the Chiefs or the Bills first round. Like, I like our chances against the Bills. We hung tough with the Bills. We could have done a lot better against the Bills earlier this season. The Bills have been hot and cold as well, much like the Colts. So, um, if we had the Bills first round, I like it. I, I think the Raiders have every bit of chance, you know, every as good a shot as anybody in the NFL at beating the Bills. So, we'd see. Well, we, we, we got a ways to go, but uh, never too early when we're sitting at six and three, gentlemen, to start talking about the playoffs, because you know it's going to be right around the corner. Nine weeks into the season already, seven to go. I can't believe it. That's crazy. Flying by. Flying by. Speaking of flying by, gentlemen, we get back off of the hard deck Sunday, Sunday night, play the Chiefs prime time. We get uh, Chris Collinsworth on the call, Woo-hoo. don't we? Oh, yes. My favorite. 
the sultry voice of Chris Collinsworth. And the unbiased love for the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh. And he he has an unbiased love for like pretty much anybody who's doing really well. No, that's not true. He loves the cow. He loves him some Cowboys too. That dude, the Cowboys could be two and fourteen, and he'd be just like, man, this team. You know, they pull off a win tonight, and uh, you know they've got a real shot at the playoffs. And it's like, like there's a week left, man. Like, what what are you talking about? He loves loves he loves the Steelers as well. Collinsworth loves Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, he just he's in love with that guy. Uh, and he loves the Patriots, too. He's a big Patriot fan. So basically, anybody who's doing really well, uh, he kind of just hitch, he hooks his uh, wagon to uh, to that uh, train and uh, toot toots along with that. So anyhow, we got to listen to that. Um, guys, I guess we just get into it. You know, we haven't made our picks. How about let's do this. Let's make our picks for this week. Then we'll start in on the Chiefs at the last one. We'll talk about the game, see how we see it going down. And then we'll make our picks for that final game, Chiefs-Raiders next Sunday night. Um, I guess we start with the Titans and the Ravens next week, guys. That's our first one on the roster. Titans are in Baltimore. Birch, we'll start with you. How do you see this going down? Oh, man. Um, I am going to pick the Ravens. Got the Ravens. Birch going with the Ravens. Bounce back game for the Ravens. Tyler? Hmm. I guess I got to go with the Ravens, too. Copycat. I know. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with the Titans, and here's why. I just um. watched the Steel. I was just watched the Patriots run all over the Ravens. And, like, you knew they were going to run. Like, it's pouring rain. There was, like, nothing else they were doing. And they couldn't stop it still. That is true, because Calais I- Campbell's out. I love King Henry against the Ravens. I think the Ravens, Ty, Birch, I didn't believe you a week or two ago when you were like, eh, I think this team's kind of taking a step back a little bit. I was like, oh, come on. Well, I've watched them a couple weeks in a row now, and I'm like, hmm, maybe they have a little bit here. Um, I think the Titans, the Ravens don't get the bounce back win, and a lot of people start looking at the Ravens going, are they not, like, are they very good this year? Like, what's going on? I think I do think they'll make the playoffs eventually, but um I'm going to give the Titans a win this time. I think this is the perfect type of ground and pound game. Titans can keep it close all game long. The Ravens this year, for whatever reason, just haven't seemed to be like that explosive team or, you know, like a Chiefs type of team this year. Um, So the Titans keep it close, and I like King Henry against the Ravens' defense. Well, as long as the the game doesn't come down to a field goal for the Titans, they might win. (laughs) I still don't know how Goskowski is still kicking for the Titans. I don't know how their head coach has a job still for the Titans because he should have been fired right along with the kicker for keeping him after week one when he missed, what, like four or five? It's because they were teammates. Well, do you want a job or do you want to be a teammate? Well, that's my point. Anyway, we digress. Sorry. (laughs) Breaking it down. No, I like it. Packers Colts guys they Indianapolis Packers traveling Packers squeak out a win against Jacksonville again like what the heck this year is so bananas Packers barely eke it out against Jacksonville I don't think I think did Jacksonville bench the whole Minshew jockstrap Minshew there they sure did <laughs> wow wow so finally Minshew you know, that magic a, that that has that ship sailed I like I think feel like so. that, that was the big thing. And I feel kind of sad about that. Like 
that's kind of a flash in the pan, kind of like a almost like a Robert the Griffin the Third, except he wasn't injured, kind of a thing. Like a little just his that mustache goes sailing off into the night. That's a little. That's kind of sad. <laughs> Anywho, guys, I digress. <laughs> Packers at the Colts. Birch, who are you taking? Um, I am taking the Packers, and that's good for the Raiders. That's true. That's true. Tyler, who do you like? Give me the Packers, Bob. Yes. Man, this is tough. This is tough because the Colts' defense is good, and the Packers just haven't looked themselves ever since just getting blown out by the Bucks. I feel I don't know if it's just exposed some chinks in that armor or what. Um, but because it's the Colts, well, nah, shoot, guys, this is tough. You know what? I'm gonna hop on the gravy chain as well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Packers as well. Toot toot. I'm sign on the. I'm going to sign on the dotted line right there. We got a lot of good games this week to pick. Next one up, the Rams versus the Buccaneers. Guys, I told you off air, I can't figure out the Rams. The Butts. No, the Bucks. Yes, we decided last week. Come on, it was 11 o'clock at night when we podcasted. They would forever be known as the Butts. That was decided last week, two votes to one. Yep, it was there. It is voting season, I guess. Um Guys, I told you off air, I can't figure out the Rams. Like, this team is up and down. Talk about hot and cold. Um, so are the butts. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Just absolutely getting smoked by Drew Brees and the Saints. Uh, explain that one to me. Uh, don't, because that ship is has sailed. Actually, that ship sunk in New Orleans. Um, and they smoked the Panthers today. I mean, that's, but still. Yeah. Rams are in Tampa Bay. Uh, I'll start this one off. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers at home. I think Tom Brady and company, they're starting to find their footing. The Rams do have a good defense, but I think at the end of the day, Tom Brady's just a little bit better than Jared Goff, and I think they get the win. Tyler, who do you like? Ah, that is a tough game. Uh, Isn't it, though? it, It depends on... You know, obviously, who who shows up to play? Is it going to be the Rams that beat the Sea Chickens today? Or is it going right. to be the Rams that stunk? Who did they lose to just last week, I thought? They lost um, somebody. I can't remember. They I lost to they, the Cardinals, didn't they? Was it the I Cardinals lost, that they, did they lost? Did they lose to the Niners? I, I don't know. They but like like Micah said, they've been like hot and cold, up and down. I I think I'm gonna have to go with the home team and choose the butts. Can we <laughs> at, at what point do I get to live this down? Is I'll take the all? butts as well. Oh, we got three butts. It was 11 o'clock at night when we did that podcast. I know, and it was a great podcast, and it's still one of my favorite episodes of all times. <laughs> because because we got to do the... We, we got to uh, do a, a mashup with Jedi Joy and the dude on the pier from from <laughs> San Diego. Superchargers! Like, we got to say that a few times in that episode, so... It's one of my, one of my know, great episodes. Speaking of the Chargers, um, a lot of people picked the Chargers to get it right this week against the Dolphins, and that didn't end up happening. Um, uh, how is how, how does their coach? What's his name? How's he still? Lynn have? Anthony Lynn. Lynn. What well, they're sitting at two and seven now, if Oof. I'm not mistaken. Two and seven. Yeah. 
Uh, could have easily put about another three wins on the board there. Uh, could be like a five and four season right now for the Chargers. How does he have a job? Like, who, who gets fired first, Gase or Lynn? <laughs> I feel like Gase should have been fired before the season started. I feel Gase, like Gase should have never been allowed back forever. into the league. Gase is going to be over there for like years to come, and everybody's going to be going, "How? Why? How? It's going to be the next. Uh, who, who is the Browns coach for? Uh, uh, for Hugh like, Jackson, uh, <laughs> the one no. that was the Raiders coach before no, he was no, the no, Browns no. I'm coach. I'm sorry, no, 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 the Bengals coach, the Bengals coach. Oh, uh, Marvin uh, Lewis. Oh, no, Marvin yeah, Lewis, Lewis made Hugh Jackson look like. Like, I mean, Mar- Hugh Lewis. Jackson made Marvin Lewis look like Bill Belichick. So, Marvin Lewis, well, how he was he was with the Bengals for what about seventy five years um, until they finally cut him? Like that was <laughs> yeah, but insane. they were mediocre. Like, they didn't steam. I know, I I know that, but I still like how many eight and eight seasons do you live through till you finally are like. You know what? I think we're done here. I think it's time to try something. I mean, I, that experiment lasted for like 20 years before they finally decided to give Marvin Lewis the axe. I feel like the same thing's going to happen with Gase. We're all going to be sitting here going, what? And the head, the people in, in, in New York, like as if New York's not suffering enough this year already, then they keep Gase as the head coach. Like people have to be going, why? Like, like put us out of our misery at this point. And, and the head office is going, no, we got to give this guy time to develop players, etc., etc. Like Le'Veon Bell. Oh, hell, never mind. Can't develop <laughs> him anymore. Uh, anyhow, uh, I, where was I going? I don't even know where I was going with that. You're that going back to the next game on the picks. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> anyhow, I digress. A lot of that going on tonight. Cardinals versus Seahawks. Cardinals got it over on the Seahawks last time. Seahawks aren't a... Are they on a, they're at least a two-game losing streak right now. I think it's just a two-game losing streak. The Seahawks' defense is horrendous. Uh, their offense, when they go against a, a decent defense, eh, a little pedestrian. They sit at 6-3 and three as well after being one of the last teams to be undefeated. Uh, it was like them and the Steelers and a couple other teams, or one or two other teams. Um, I think they've lost like two of their last three, if I'm not mistaken now. Uh, well, duh, if they've lost two in a row, of course they've lost two out of their last three. That's just common core math, gentlemen. Um, Cardinals, Seattle, Birch, who do you like? Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I think they are kind of a dangerous team. I mean, yeah, yeah they, they kind of squeaked one out today, luckily, but Murray's a he's a tough dude to handle because he can throw the ball really well and he's also really 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 fast <laughs> and can yeah. scramble and make plays so I'm gonna go with it's gonna be a battle of the I should not say this the midget quarterbacks <laughs> that's politically dwarf is the not proper correct. term Birch dwarf Jeez. excuse me the smaller quarterbacks and which that I'm, doesn't sound right anyway either. I'm I mean, going with on. the Cardinals. Okay, Birch for the Cardinals. I had a lady correct me on that because I had I said midget. And she said, that's <laughs> that's politically incorrect. It's dwarfism. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound good That sounds either. worse. Yeah, that sounds worse to me too. But apparently I was not politically correct. And so you're supposed to call him a dwarf. Sorry, uh, Raider Nation. I am yeah. not politically correct tonight. Yeah, come on, Birch. Get with it. Tyler, who do you like? 
I don't know. This is tough because didn't the Cardinals beat the Chickens already? We said that. Yes, they did. They did oh, it's hard to sweep a team in your division. Um, Get out the broom. Get out the broom. Because didn't they just play that too? Like that's the one that they DK did. Metcalf chased down Buda Baker. Like they just that barely. There have been some fantastic gifs after that too. Oh, yes. Oh. Uh, Great stuff. Man, I don't know. The problem I see is Russell Wilson has just not been very good recently. I saw a a uh, stat today that like his last five, I think, uh, drives were like an interception, an interception, a fumble, a fumble, and another interception, which doesn't sound real great. Like that's that's rough. Um, you know, one of the things for the Seattle, they, like their number one and number two running backs have been hurt. Yes. So the last couple of weeks, defense is like, okay, they're not running the ball. So, um, that'd be interesting to see if they get, I, I want to see if they're going to get running backs back anytime soon here. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. I, man, it's tough to, to go against what the what the Cardinals are doing right now. Um, but I also don't really see them sweeping the sea chickens. Is it in Seattle this time? Uh, yes, no. it is in is Seattle. It? it is in Seattle. Yes, you know what? I'm going to take the sea chickens. They burned me bad today, but I'm going to take the sea chickens. Yeah, I am too, actually. I've put my, I've signed on the dotted line with the Seahawks already. Um, like you said, Tyler, it's hard to sweep a team and it seems like Seattle, every time we think like, oh boy, they're not good. Oh boy. They're on the brink of losing it. They just, all of a sudden they'll just pull it out. And so I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking (laughs) that I think this is going to be one of those games. I think this is a rebound game for Wilson. (laughs) And he gets the <laughs> he gets the job done. Oh wow! What a sequence of sequence of events there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I can't help it. So anyway, I'm gonna go with Seattle as well. I'm gonna go with Seattle to get it done against the Cardinals. Oh, anywho, unplanned, unplanned. Guys, that brings us to our game. Sounds like Philip Rivers. <laughs> wow. Oh. Well, gentlemen, that brings us to our game of the week. Oh, Birch yeah. hopping in because Mike has yes. lost it. And uh, Birch okay. hops in. What's the game of the week, Birch? Well, we have the 8-1 uh, and one Kansas City Chiefs visiting the six and three Las Vegas football Raiders. Oh, there we go. There it is. Haven't heard the Las Vegas football Raiders in a while. Yep. In the desert, if you will. Yes. In the Roomba. Yep. In the Roomba. Um, last time the Raiders went to Kansas City, stole one out from underneath the Chiefs, and now the Chiefs are coming off a bye week. Like they Thank always you, are. NFL. Thank you, NFL, for giving the Chiefs extra time before they come and play us. Anyway, Micah, 
I think Andy yes. Reid's lost one game after a bye in like 30 years. I was going to say, unlike the Raiders, the Chiefs are pretty good after a bye. So uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. It is in Vegas. It's not in Kansas City in the end of November. So that's good. Um, guys, I, we'll make the pick and then we'll get in. Well, I guess we can kind of get into what we see coming out of this game. Um, I, you know, the, the mistakes we saw today against Denver, we mentioned this before, the Raiders absolutely cannot do that against the Chiefs. I think it's going to have to be a similar game plan. I think what you're going to see different from the Chiefs this time, uh, for whatever reason, Andy Reid for a few weeks got away from the running game and they kind of started when we played them. Uh, they didn't run the ball a lot. I think there's going to be a, a lot heavier dose of the run of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Le'Veon Bell now. I think Andy Reid's actually going to switch the game plan up. I think you're going to see a lot of run, uh, which was going to hopefully open up the pass for the Chiefs. It's going to be very critical for the front four of the Raiders to control that line of scrimmage. They did a good job last time they played the Chiefs. I think Farrell's going to have to step up and have himself a game. Crosby as well. You know, Malik Collins had himself a decent game today against Denver. He's going to have to step up this week against the Chiefs and get that done because if they could can get any sort of run game going, if the Chiefs can, um, it's it's good night. Uh, and and this defense is always there. There are still plenty of cracks in the Raiders' defense, albeit it has gotten better over the past four weeks. Um, we have not played well. We haven't played the Chiefs since then. So you know, it started with the Chiefs. I guess the defense did pretty well against the Chiefs. So I can't I can't knock them too much. It's just for me, kind of like I mentioned earlier. I want to see it again. Do it again. Show me this wasn't a one-off. Show me this just didn't have, you know, we didn't get lucky. We didn't catch him off guard this one time. Andy Reid's going to be prepared. You know, he's got a game on us now. You know he's going to switch up his game plan. The Raiders better be ready to do that as well. Um, I think a lot eyes fall on Gunther this week. Is he going to be able to come up with something to stop the Chiefs? You better be ready for a much heavier dose of the run game from the Chiefs this week. I, I 100% believe that. The Raiders have to control that line of scrimmage. I'm pretty confident on offense. I think the Raiders are going to be able to score, guys. I think the Raiders can score on offense. I think we could put up several touchdowns. Again, got to clean up the mistakes that we saw on offense this week. I don't think it's going to be a five-turnover game from the Raiders' defense. If it is, again, this week, if it's a three-turnover game from the Raiders' defense, I will put a brown paper bag on my head and send a picture in, and we can pin it on Twitter and it'll have shame on it and everything. Um, but the Raiders are going to have to play, again, I, I feel like a perfect game both sides of the ball, nearly perfect game. Uh, we're going to have to put up somewhere in the neighborhood, I think a 33, 36 points, something like that to beat the Chiefs. Guys, we talked about it earlier. It's hard to sweep a team. I don't like picking against the Raiders. I picked against them last time. Unfortunately, because I'm a realistic Raider fan, and that's what we do on this podcast the Raiders, although they have done well since playing the Chiefs, they have not won, in my opinion, very convincingly. They haven't, They, I, I don't see them like, I, I just, I, there's something about the wins that they're getting. And I guess you could chalk it up to the weird year it's been. I just am not 100% on board. Call it 20 years of being let down. I don't know. I'm going to have to pick against the Raiders this week. I'm going to go something like uh, the Chiefs are going to be out for blood. Kelsey's going to be mad. He talked about it after last game. Uh, I'm going to go like 36-23, the Chiefs win. Um, Yeah. 
I don't like picking against the Raiders either, but I also don't like picking against Andy Reid coming off of a bye. That is, right. that's not wise. I, I think we're going to see a lot more Le'Veon Bell this game. I think you're going to see a lot of screens. Um, they like to run that tight end screen to um, Kelsey, and I didn't really see a ton of that screen game that Andy Reid is famous for when we played when we played the Chiefs last time, but the screen passes usually seem to kill us. I think an interesting storyline that will play a big role too is, can we get Colton Miller back? Can we get Incognito back? Uh, We know that Trent Brown is probably out. Because, man, if if we have to start Colton Miller at left tackle, who, in his in his credit, okay, he's been pretty good since uh, Miller's been out the last two games. He he's played pretty well at right tackle and left tackle, which I I have to eat a probably a, a whole plate of crows on that one because I I didn't think he'd make it onto the roster this year, gentlemen. I really was surprised that he made it onto the roster, and they must have seen something in him that I certainly didn't. But he's played well. Um, if our starting line could be Miller Incognito, now granted they're you know if they're healthy, Miller Incognito, Hudson Jackson, and either Parker or Good at right tackle, I think we have a shot um, to at least hang tough and make it interesting at the end of the game. I I think it comes down to that trench to the offensive you know to the offensive line being healthy if we could get Mo Hurst back uh that would be nice as well uh on the defensive side of the ball this brings up another question I've seen floating around is Corey Littleton like do we just let Morrow start and Littleton sits out what do we you know what do does Littleton just plug right back into his role of of the linebacker that covers people or what, what do you got? What are your thoughts on that? Well, Birch, you mentioned it during the game. Morrow's flying around like his hair's caught on fire. Yeah. I don't know what got into him today, but I, I really like Morrow. He's good in coverage. He's fast. He makes good tackles. Um, he he was bringing fumbles. him on the blitz. What's that? He causes, he causes fumbles. fumbles. Yeah. Um, he had a pick earlier in the year. Um, I don't think you throw the towel in on Littleton. I mean, he's he came over, didn't have an off season, learning a new scheme. Granted, that's that's not I'm not trying to throw out excuses here, but he did get outplayed. I mean, little Morrow came in and played like he should be starting. That's in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, at the very least, like uh, just going back to what Bert said. Look, we've got a little depth there now. We realize Morrow, like if. Come week 15, 16, Littleton's out, Kwiatkowski's out, you know, one or the other, pray that not both. Um, and you have to plug you know, Morrow in there. Uh, he's a heck of a rotational player at the very least. And really quickly, while we're talking about the line, linebacker position, we'd be remiss if we didn't go back and say, that was a, an insane one-handed interception by <laughs> Kwiatkowski. I, I, we, that was I, amazing. I glazed over that. I apologize for that. There were so many turnovers. It was massive. Know, just even had them all one. in there. But yeah, massive. Just uh, so anyway, boy. That one, 
that one-handed pick. Oh, I'd love to see a little of that action. We're going to need a little of that action, I think, come Sunday night against the Chiefs. Anyway, I digress. But Morrow, man, Littleton was just on the COVID reserve list, correct? Correct. Right. So, I mean, maybe you give Morrow a few extra snaps this week. You know, maybe, maybe he's a guy that you go, you know, we were splitting it 75-25. Maybe we do something more like 80-20 or, or maybe more 60-40, something like that. You know but what? Morrow another see the field a little another bit. good play that I would be remiss that Morrow had was his sack fumble that somehow bounced right back up into oh, yeah. Locke's gut. I'm not sure how that happened. Oh, yeah. um, but another good play was Arden Key. So they, they had this blitz where Abrams, with an S, came <laughs> came up and uh, took on the left tackle, and Arden Key found himself with a clean path right to Drew Locke's oh, yeah. back. And that, I think, rattled Locke the entire rest of the game. Like, Arden Key came in, hit him with his shoulder right in the ribs, um, and that was a good play. But I guess going back to the Littleton thing, I I don't know what the right answer is. If um, if he's just lost, then I think you got to put Morrow in, who's been in that system longer. You've got to put the right people in this week. If we've never done that before, and I feel like sometimes we don't, you've got to put the right person at the you know, in at the right place to succeed because you need everybody firing on all cylinders to even have a chance at beating the Chiefs again. I will wrap up my thoughts and just say uh, I think the Raiders lose this week, unfortunately, at home, drop to 6-4. and four. Uh, But I do think it's going to be a close game. I feel like maybe... Uh, it's going to be like 30, 31 to 24, some, some, something like that. Um, but unfortunately, I, I don't think they sweep the Chiefs um, coming off a bye. That's, that's wicked tough. So I will sling it over to Birch for his thoughts. Absolutely. First of all, I need to apologize to, to Arden. I uh, kind of threw some shade at him last week. He heard you, him Birch. and at Micah fired him up and yeah, he came out firing. And so, yeah. And secondly, not so fast, my friends. Okay. You both picked against oh. the Raiders. If you remember earlier episode of the year of, the, of this year, one of my bold, bold, bold predictions was that the Raiders would beat the chiefs twice. Oh, that's right. Granted, before the first Chiefs game, I said, can I take back that bold prediction? (laughs) But I'm sticking with that bold prediction. And I'm going to pick the Raiders. Um, We've won three in a row. um, And this may not be a wise decision, like Tyler said, coming with the Chiefs coming off a bye week. Andy Reid is excellent at preparing. He's scheming. Um, It's going to be different. Paul Gunther's going to have to adapt. It's not the same scheme is not going to work against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They're going to find some wrinkle, but we've got to adjust on the fly as well. So offensively, 
we showed that we could score. Our run game is is on fire right now. We're we're just pounding the ball, and that's what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to keep that time of possession, keep Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense off the field, and take our shots when we can. I mean, Rugs had Rugs had a huge game last time. Granted, he only had two catches, but he had that seventy plus yard touchdown. Aguilar had a big touchdown. So if we can establish the run early, manage the clock, and keep Mahomes and that offense off the field, and then, like I said, take shots when we need to. Um, also, I was a little concerned, um, <clears throat> Richard, he's out with a, what Gruden called a severe chest injury, although x-rays were negative. So we might be seeing Theo Riddick off the practice squad, which... It's not a bad thing, so um, keep an eye on that situation. But I think our two-headed monster in the backfield with Booker and Jacobs um, and our offensive line, hopefully, like Tyler said, I really think that maybe the Raiders were thinking that we would be able to come in, beat the Broncos easily, um, and they are resting Miller, I'm hoping, um, because I would love to have Miller back and... It'd be nice to have a full complement on offense, but defensively, like I said, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to scramble a little bit. We're gonna have to make some adjustments because they're gonna be coming out wanting blood. But ultimately, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Daniel Carlson's gonna kick a field goal at the end. Time expires. Raiders win 34 to 31. Oh, Carlson, dear for the win. sweet baby Ray sauce. From 55, because he is on fire from 50. 50 plus. Man, it's nice to have a reliable kicker again. I I would love even, and again, if you've listened to this podcast, you guys know we're realistic Raider fans. We're not fanboys. We don't get on here and say, ah, 16 and 0, 15 and 1 at worst. Like, we look at each week, we look at how the Raiders are playing overall. We pick by, we use our guts and our instincts to pick. And we try to put the fandom to the side, which doesn't work all the time. But you know what? Hey, we're trying to be realistic Raider fans. I would love, even even if we lost, if we could be, con- you know, if we lose by a touchdown or eight points or something like that, to me, that would put faith for me in this team. Okay, this is a consistent team. Like, they're becoming consistent. This is a team that can hang with anybody on any given Sunday. You know, for 20 years, this team almost, for, okay, 18 years, you know, you knew, okay, this week it's a loss. Next week, maybe, you know, okay, this week it's a loss. You know, you just knew that with the types of teams we're playing. This year, I feel like it really is. It feels like 2016. It's like, good grief. Any Like, this team can hang with anybody. This team can beat anybody. So, if they could prove that, even by keeping it a close game on Sunday, because the Raiders of old would go and get blown out on a Sunday night game at prime time, it wouldn't, you know, it'd be it'd be 16 to 36 and we'd score a late game touchdown to make it look a little bit better. Um, if that doesn't happen and even if we still lose, but it's respectable, it's, you know, 28 to 34 or something like that. Like I can, I can live with that. If that makes sense. It's like, okay, that gives me confidence heading into this stretch because we're not playing the chiefs every week. We've got weaker opponents than the Chiefs, so I think that we have a good chance of still turning this thing around. It's kind of like after we lost to the Bucks, I was like, okay, yeah, not a great loss, but look, the Bucks at the time are really good. Defense is really good. Offensive line is really good. You still have Tom Brady and that group of wide receivers. Like, 
that's a tough loss. That's a bummer. But now the schedule ahead, Browns, Broncos, Chargers, this is what is more important right now. That's kind of how I feel about this game. So we'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what happens. Uh, anything else, guys, that you have for Raider Nation before I ask you the question of the week? All right, I guess that's a no. I take it by the silence. Guys, all right, so I was thinking about this today. Um, what is the worst mundane task that you have? Well, you're all homeowners now. We're all homeowners. Um, around the house, that's simple. That's might it maybe isn't even hard, but you just hate doing it. You know, it's like, oh, come on. Like for me this morning, our, we have a, a sugar jar, you know, a cute like little, you know, it's like got the black chalk and you write sugar on it, you know, and we keep sugar in there. And I hate filling, refilling that. I hate getting the sugar bag down. And I, I don't even know what, like the sugar bag is like two steps away. It's on the top shelf. I have to take it down. I have to fill it with sugar. And I put the bag back up there. But I brew coffee every morning and I put sugar in my coffee because I don't, you know, I'm a pansy. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, for the first time, you know, every about six to eight weeks, my little sugar jar runs out. Well, today was the unfortunate day that I opened my sugar jar and I'm like, oh, what fresh hell is this? You know? <laughs> and, and so I have to reach all the way up to the top shelf, get the sugar bag down, unravel it, pour sugar back into my sugar jar, crunch it, crunk, crinkle it all back up, put it on the top shelf, and then close the, you know, the cabinet. And then I can take my two teaspoons of sugar and put it in my coffee and i was just like this is such a drag and it's not even a drag but it feels like such a drag i hate those kinds of things so do you guys have do you guys have tasks like that around the house i might have just exposed way more about myself than i care to but whatever uh around the house uh tyler we'll start with you i have several things that i oh no that i i dislike doing around the house um, but I think, and it's weird because I do not mind loading the dishwasher, like putting the yeah. dirty plates and stuff. Like I'm of the opinion that the dishwasher, y- you rinse the plates off. Like you get most of the goobers off of the plates and off of the silverware right. and all that stuff. And then let the dishwasher more sanitize them. And I don't right. mind washing the dishes and putting them in in the dishwasher what i hate is getting the clean dishes out of the dishwasher and putting them away because i don't know where everything goes in my kitchen and when i put it away my inevitably i will put something in the wrong drawer and then my keister is getting chewed out uh because i put the (laughs) the electric mixer in the third drawer down instead of the fourth drawer down. Or I right. put the beaters in the wrong drawer, like with the mixer itself instead of the utensil drawer. That's, I, I get anxiety having to put away the dishes. I don't mind so much putting them in the dishwasher because that's just where they go. Right. So another thing right. is vacuuming my house like 17 times a day when I'm home on the weekends. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that's all I get done is I vacuum up all of the little messes my kids make, 
and then like 30 seconds later, they've managed to destroy the room I just vacuumed while I'm working on the other room. That also gets that also gets frustrating. But I'll put that as an honorable mention and putting away <laughs> the dishes uh, as first place. That's fair. I like it. Birch? I'm glad to know that things in other people's households are the same as in mine because Tyler talking about the kids. I mean, you clean up one mess, they're in another room making another mess. So, and uh, initially, the my first thought was putting away the dishes. But I'll, <laughs> I'll go one. I'll, since you already took that one, I'll take it another step further, and that would be cleaning the bathrooms, cleaning the toilets. It's uh, like yeah. my wife's like, "You do such a good job at cleaning the toilets," and I'm like, "Well, I won't do such a good job next time, so I don't have to clean them." <laughs> I'm the only but, one yeah, that cleans I mean, them. Of course they look nice. Yeah. Got a five-year-old boy who needs to work on his aim a little bit. but <laughs> So I don't enjoy cleaning the toilets. I, I, I always seem to forget something like wiping the cabinets or dusting the baseboards or something. So I don't enjoy. I mean, I love having a clean house. It's nice. But right, right. the process of cleaning the bathrooms, mm. That's for the, that's another story for another day, but that's yeah. my answer and I'm sticking to it. I like it. You know, the other one for me now, and I, I, I can't complain too much because just recently I don't do this often, but folding laundry, um, is such a, and my, my wife, bless her heart, does most of that because I'm not around. So she folds the laundry and look, it just magically goes from the dirty clothes to folded and in my bin. Like, wow, just like magic. Um, but I did plenty of that growing up and obviously still pitch in when I can, when I'm around the house. And it's just like, whatever it is, why is folding laundry so slow? Like, why does it take forever? It's like there might be 20 pieces of clothing in this basket. But it takes probably a good 25 minutes to fold it all. Probably because like, you're watching some sporting event and you get distracted because that's what I do. Ah, uh, okay. Well, maybe that I'll have to I'll have to watch that. But it's like, I feel like the clothes are like reproducing while they're in the bin <laughs> and I'm trying to fold them. I'm like, there is no bottom to this thing. Come on. And then I start to get, I, then I, get like, I legitimately start to get angry because it's like, who wears this much clothing? You know, this is stupid. Most of it's like, probably just... little. It's probably your daughters and your sons. And you... that's right. what takes forever is because they go through five, you know, sets of clothes a day. So, yeah, right. you, just like, you literally are folding why don't tons we just of have... clothes because they're just small. That's why you, yeah. you take out the towels first and you fold them. And then that way you feel like you're making some progress. <laughs> Because it shrinks yes. down halfway. And then you're like, I did half the laundry. Right. Yeah. And you feel good about yourself. Even though it might still take like 20 minutes to get through the rest of it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, you can whip those towels out pretty quickly. The, I, at the end, I'm like, why don't we just have like a like mom's bin, dad's bin, each individual child's bin. And then when the, when the clothes get out of the dirty clothes, uh, when they're all washed and tried, then you just separate them by bin and call it good. You know, they just get your clothes out of your bin. Who cares if they're wrinkly? <laughs> yeah, who cares if they're wrinkly or not? Because you know what? They're just going to go get wrinkly again. So it's like making that, your bed. Right, exactly. So, uh, you know what? I, I can probably too much information, but 
I just hate those tasks. And I was thinking about it today and it was making me mad when I'm trying to just have a nice warm cup of coffee to wake me up this morning. Now I got to go through like six different steps just to get to that. And it's already a pain in the butt to put the filter in and get the water and make sure the coffee's at the, you know, coffee water level is right. And so I don't have too bold or too, you know, weak. And now I've got to make sure the dang sugar's all put together. At least I know like the creamer is in the fridge and is full. Like there's no extra step there. It sounds like there's an easy solution to that problem. That that solution would be don't drink coffee anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That probably would be. If it's such a mundane task, just don't do it. We could just run around in the nude. We wouldn't have to wear clothes anymore. That gets rid of that problem. Simpler time. Yes. Simpler time. <laughs> alas and alas, you know, there are rules and laws that govern that our society is... that allegedly have told us that that is frowned upon. Yeah. Um, we can't run so... around in leather loincloths anymore, unfortunately. Right. Or fortunately, yeah. I guess. I'm not sure. A naked, non-caffeinated mica in the morning would probably not be a good thing either. <laughs> so... I, you know, on so many levels, so many levels. Anywho, all right. Guys, you guys have anything else for Raider Nation before we sign off? No, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Raider Nation, we appreciate you guys listening, tuning in. Thank you so much for the support. And as always, we will catch you guys in the next episode. Just win, baby. <laughs>